the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. How will you meet life's most difficult trials? How will you meet circumstances in life that seems as though there is no way out? How will you overcome? Well, today we're going to discuss having an undefeatable position where you are able to overcome and take the victory. Above all, that's the title of today's message, Above All. The word of the Lord says you are above only. So you will always, and I do mean always, be undefeated. That's what we want to discover today. How to take the victory that you find yourself above only. How did Jesus face the greatest crisis? How did Jesus face the circumstances of that day? Jesus comes onto the scene at a time when the Jewish people are being oppressed. By the Romans, by the Roman government, they're being oppressed. And God brings forth a savior, an answer to every dilemma. God wants you to be above only. I met a lady who used to be homeless. And and when I met her, she was living with someone and she was no longer homeless. But I remember the Lord speaking to me and saying to tell her, you'll never be homeless again. That's never going to happen to you again all the days of your life. So take comfort in what the Lord is saying. And you're a person who will always land on your feet. Isn't that amazing? To always land on your feet no matter what happens? Praise God. Well, that's what the word of the Lord came to me to give to her. And so today, God wants to show you how to be above only by the power of the Holy Spirit. So how do you meet the circumstances when there is the day of trouble? Ephesians calls it the day of evil. When when the day of trouble comes into your life, first of all, we must know there's three important questions. Where is the battle? Where is my power? And so therefore, where is my focus? That's what's important in the day of battle. We must be equipped, ready I'm talking about today being prepared because God wants you to be above only in every circumstance 
that you face. Where is the battle? I'm sure you know the battle is always in the mind. The battle begins in the spirit realm before you ever see it in the natural. And so therefore, the word of the Lord says this, sin crouches at your door waiting to overtake you. What door is the word of the Lord talking about? What door? Sin crouches at your door waiting to overtake you. The Bible is telling us about the door of our heart. That's how sin enters in. That's how fear enters in. That's the place of the battle. It is in the mind. And so where is your power? Your power is in relationship. That's where your power lies. Your relationship is where the power for you, that's where it is. Where is your focus? Where will your focus be in the day of trouble? We must be always on alert, but focus on God's word. Your power is through the Holy Spirit and your focus must be on God. It must be on God's word. I'm talking about the power to overcome any circumstance that you face today. Oh, God's going to take you to a place of victory. And this is a point in your life today is to alter your entire life and bring you into a new knowledge, a new understanding of what God has for you. We must always be on alert, but always be focused on God's word. His word is to endure us with power by the Holy Spirit because his word is alive. He said, my words are spirit and they are life, but the battle is in the mind. And by the power of the Holy Spirit through the word of God, you will overcome. So how did Jesus overcome the greatest trial of his entire life? I'm going to Hebrews 12 and 2 today. Hebrews 12 and 2. I'm in the New Testament. Let's look at the greatest overcomer that ever lived. Hebrews 12 and 2. Who for the joy that was set before him. Now, wait a minute. Jesus is headed for the cross at this point. That's what Hebrews is speaking about. Who for the joy that was set before him, what joy in crucifixion, what joy could he be thinking of being laid in the tomb? What joy was Jesus anticipating who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hebrews 12 and two, Jesus was looking past his death. Jesus was looking towards the crown. So he was enduring. So for the joy that was set before him, the crown that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame and sat down at the right hand of the father. God wants you to know that you are above only that his word is established in heaven. Jesus walked and lived according to the voice, the word of God. And because he knew the word of God, we saw him quote the word of God numerous times. He quoted Psalms. He would quote the word of God. So Jesus was fully acquainted with the word of God. And so he walked in that dimension as he walked upon the earth. And that's how he was able to look past, look past the day of evil in his life, look past the day of trouble in his life and look on towards the crown, look on towards the victory. I remember being a little girl in the church, you know, and my father's side of the family, oh, these people, they were walking with God. They were powerful, powerful saints of God, you know. They were walking and living the word of God. And, you know, I always say 
that little people are just video cameras. You know, they just video whatever they see and hear. They video whatever they're seeing. You know, they record that in their minds. And so I remember no one specifically said it to me. I just remember hearing my father's oldest sister. She would say it a lot. You know, someone would do some good deed or do something really wonderful for someone else. And I would hear her say at church, you know, don't you know that's another star in her crown? That's the way she would say, don't you know that? Oh, God is going to bless her immensely, you know. I would just be standing there looking up at her, you know, a little girl, five, six years old, looking up at her, talking to someone else, you know, one of the deacons or one of the men in the church, you know, help someone move or provide food or just do something good for someone. And I would hear one of my father's brothers or sisters say, that's a star in his crown. Don't you know that's another star in that man's crown? Oh, God sees his works, you know. And so I grew up knowing. I grew up looking past the circumstances. See, the people in that day, times were difficult in those days. You know, I'm not going to tell my age, but things were difficult, you know. But the people in the church, they looked to a better day. They looked past what was going on in their life right then. See, their eyes were focused on what was above. Their eyes were focused on what pleased God. And so they lived that way. And you talk about answered prayer. Oh, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord. There was such power in the church, healing and deliverance, overcoming circumstances in those days, trying times in the nation. But they would look past as Jesus did. The Bible says, see, he was looking past. That's what he's telling us. He was looking past the death. He was looking past that. He was looking towards the crown. He was looking towards the reward. See, he was looking towards God. His mind was focused on what was above only. In order to overcome the greatest trials that you will ever face in this lifetime, learn not to look at the circumstance. Learn to look above. Have your eyes placed on the crown. Have your eyes focused, your heart centered on the word of God. What does the word of God say about you, about your circumstance, about the position that you were in at that time? I want to tell you, if you're facing a dilemma right now, I want to be the first to tell you, you're going to overcome. How do I know? Because you're listening to this message and you're going to take your eyes off your circumstance, child of God, and you're going to put your eyes above. You're going to put your eyes on the father. You're going to put your eyes on the word of God. God told Joshua, he said, Joshua, Joshua's got battles to face. It's no easy time in his life. Moses is dead. He's got to leave an army. He's got to save people's lives. What does God tell him to do? Joshua, look at your circumstance. Figure it out, Joshua. See what you can do, how you can make your way out. No, no. God didn't do that. He said, meditate on me, Joshua. Keep your mind on things that are above. That's what he was telling him. See, the word of the Lord says that my word is established in heaven. See, it's already established. Are you receiving what I'm saying to you today? God wants you to be above only in every circumstance. You're never supposed to be beneath, child of God. Never supposed to be beneath. Your mind is always on the Father. What did God say about your situation? 
What did God say that he would do about your situation? You don't even have to run to anybody and say, well, what do you think? Was it you, you don't have to look. I need prophecy. I need it right now. I got to run to somebody, get prophecy right now, right now. No. What did God say? Walk in the word of God. Be obedient to the spirit of God. And when adverse circumstances show up, guess what? You'll find that your heart takes a shift from the circumstance to the word of God. No matter how difficult it may seem. It's been, what, two weeks ago, and I received a phone call that a lady, and I won't call her name right now, but she's going to have brain surgery. And the person that called is really close to the, to the lady who's going to have brain surgery. She said, they're going to, first, there's excess fluid in the body. So they're going to drain her brain. They're going to do that. And then they're going to do a second procedure and put the brain back in place because the procedure was to put the brain back in its place because it had slipped out. And so the person that was calling was saying, you know, it, it, it looks so impossible. It looks so, the dilemma was so great. And I'm listening to it. And, you know, when you listen to something like that, your natural mind says, oh, my Lord, wait a minute. I'm listening to it with my natural mind. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit just rose up within me and said, wait a minute. You're going to take our minds off of the circumstance. Because with God, nothing is impossible. Nothing's impossible. And so she and I together began to pray on the phone. So as I was praying and calling on God and and praying over the surgeons, praying over the nurses, praying over the day of surgery, our heart took a shift and the spirit of the Lord rose up. The spirit of the Lord just overtook both of us on that phone line. And you know what? A lady's had her surgery and she's home and she's talking and she's walking about. Glory to God. We have to take our mind off of the circumstance. Make a shift today. Whatever you're facing right now, whoever you're walking through a situation, make a shift right now. I'm going to take my mind off of the dilemma, and I'm going to put my mind on God. When God told Joshua, meditate there. Day and night. That's a continuum. Day and night. Stay in the word of God. It becomes a shield. It becomes a place of protection for you. The Holy Spirit will give you the answer. The Holy Spirit will give you confirmation even of what he has spoken about the circumstance. Jesus is in the garden of Gethsemane and he tells the disciples, he said, stay awake now and pray. Right? See, stay awake and pray and don't, don't fall asleep. And he tells them more than once. But what do they do? They fall asleep. They fall asleep. And so they're not there. They're not praying him the circumstance. They're not praying for what they will face even. They're really in oblivion. They don't understand what's about to happen. But as Jesus is in the garden and he's praying, and the Bible tells us that his sweat, his perspiration became as blood. Do you know there's a medical condition where the blood vessels can actually change? And through the surface of that person's skin, if the stress is so great, if it's so tremendous, that their perspiration will actually turn to blood. It's a real medical condition. Look it up. And so Jesus is praying in the garden and he's in need of strength for the circumstance. And as he's praying and he's seeking God and he tells God is not my will, but your will be done. But he's praying through this dilemma that he knows he must face the cross. The Lord sends the angels to strengthen him. And we take our focus off the circumstance. And look towards the Father. He lifts us above the circumstance. 
He'll send the angelic host to strengthen you. I promise you that he will because the word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And what he did yesterday, he'll do for you today. Praise God. And so he wants us to put our focus on him. Put your focus on what's undefeatable. It cannot be defeated. Put your focus on what is invincible. Put your focus on what has never failed, what is unmovable, unchangeable, and that is God himself. Put your focus on the word of God. He said, my word is established in the heaven. So he's saying that my word is real. My word is already built up. It's already positioned. It's in a position above your circumstance. My word is there to bring you victory. That's what my word is there for. It's to assure you that you will overcome. My word is there. It has the power to bring you into deliverance. It has the power to bring forth substance that will bring you to deliverance. It has the power to bring forth substance that will sustain you, that will keep you, no matter what the circumstance may be. Right where you are standing right now, God wants, by the power of the Holy Spirit, to endure you with power from on high. Now, there's something that you must do, child of God. Meditate on God as Father. Meditate on Him as Father. Receive the love of the Father. Many of us say, I love God. You know, I, I know God. I've known Him all my life. I've been in the church all my life. But have we truly received Him as Father? When we truly receive the love of the Father, when you meditate on receiving the love of the Father, then you bask in His love. It's a time of humbling yourself and saying, Lord, I receive your love. I receive the love of the Father. I receive you as my Father. I receive you as a loving Father. I receive you as a protector, as a provider. I receive your love. It's one thing to meditate on the names of God and understand the character of God. But it goes to a different dimension. When you focus on receiving God as Father and receiving the love of the Father, when you receive the love of the Father truly, let it flow and overtake your heart. There's a peace. There's a peace that surpasses all understanding. You come to a position of the father of an enhanced relationship. When the disciples said to Jesus, Lord, he said, oh, they see all these signs and wonders, these miraculous things happening. They realize this, this, he has a prayer life that's undefeated. So they say to him, Lord, teach us to pray. What does Jesus say? Our father. <laughs> they, they're astounded. They, they have to be just completely, what in the world? He's called God Father. He says that this is his father. You see, right away, Jesus is showing them something very important, immensely important. He's showing them, establish this relationship. For the power of God will be seen in your life through your relationship with him. The greater the relationship with the father, the greater the power in your life. The more overcoming you will have. The more you will find yourself above only. Because it was meant originally that in every circumstance that the victory would be yours, that you would be above only. And so today, make this a part of your life, that you meditate on God as Father, that you know Him as Father. Whenever fear comes in, deny it and rebuke it and say, now that's not of God. That's not my Father. 
bringing that to me. That is not God. How do we know? The Lord said, I have not given you the spirit of fear. I didn't do that, is what he's saying. What I gave you was love, courage, and a disciplined mind. Use your disciplined mind to meditate on God as Father. Receive the love of the Father in your heart today. Let's just pray for a moment. Father God, right now, I receive the love of God into my heart. Now, we're praying this together. I receive the love of you as Father into my heart. I receive that today. I acknowledge you as my Father, and I receive your love. I receive you as a protector, as a provider. I receive you as beautiful, as perfect. I receive your love as something beautiful and perfect that you have given to me. That you love me just as I am. You love me the way my voice sounds. You love the height that I am. You love the flesh, the bones, the blood. You love me because you made me. And you never made anyone unworthy of your love. And so today, I receive into my heart the love of you as Father, Lord. I receive you as my father. I want to come into an intimate relationship with you. The word of the Lord says perfect love. See? Perfect love. It casts out all fear. I want to know, Lord, that perfect love that casts out all fear, Father. I want to know that love, Lord, that sets me above only. He said, I am your shield. And your exceedingly great reward. Why? Why is he your shield? Because he loves you. Because he loves you. So, why is he your reward? Because he loves you. As you come into a deepened relationship of love with the Father, you find that the bond between you and the Father is closer. You find yourself walking and talking with him as Father. You find the relationship enhanced. You find him there when you need him. You find that you turn to him in every circumstance. And when the day of trouble came in Jesus' life, he called on the Father. When adverse circumstances show up, because you meditate on him. See, you take the position of victory before anything ever happens. You take the position of meditating on the Father. That's the position of victory. That's the position that will put you above only. You will be above all in every circumstance. The Spirit of the Lord will lift you up. The Word of the Lord says, when the enemy comes in like a flood, I'll raise up another standard. Hmm? The power of God will lift you up, and you will overcome the circumstance. He will speak to you. He will give you direction. He will give you comfort. He'll send forth the angelic host. Why? Because he loves you so. Today, receive God as Father. Receive the love of the Father into your heart. As you receive the love of the Father, his love is going to flood in your heart. You're going to see circumstances resolved. You're going to see your dilemmas fixed, problems taken care of, because you're going to count on him as Father. The power of prayer is in knowing God as Father. Jesus said, the Father loves me. 
See, he's calling him father. He relates to him as a father and a son as he walks upon the earth. Jesus endured the cross as he looked forward to the crown. When you look towards God, you look above the circumstance. You look past what you're facing. And you look to the one who brings deliverance. You're looking to the one who brings victory. You're looking to the one who elevates, who uplifts, who empowers. You're looking to the one who sent the Holy Spirit so that you would always be connected, so that you would never be estranged from him. You're looking to the one who brings you the answer to every circumstance that you face. As you meditate on God as Father, you and God come into a more intimate relationship. The fellowship that you share with him grows and grows. The belief that you have in him, oh, your expectancy for him to deliver will be enhanced. Meditate on God as Father today. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.